This is Weekly Woman by Jubilance for PMS. Hi everyone, it's Alice and welcome back. Today we have a great lineup for you. We're chatting with the amazing Michaela Stallworth who started the DOT Project, an organization providing access to menstrual care through education and self-love one period at a time in Baltimore. She's even created a period library. You'll hear more about what that is later. But first, we're dispelling a minstrel myth right after this message from our sponsor. First, we have to give it up for our sponsor, Jubilance for PMS, the only supplement on the market to help relieve your emotional PMS symptoms. This supplement is produced by a woman-run company and is the only clinically tried supplement on the market for the emotional side of PMS. Just think if you could stop all the stressing and those anxieties that accompany PMS. It's totally possible with a supplement you take once a day. Learn more if Jubilance is right for you at jubilance.com. When it comes to our periods, there is a lot of misunderstanding surrounding this thing that happens to half the population of the world. Have you ever talked to your male friends about periods? They probably have a strange understanding of what's actually happening, and they might even think some of the myths are true. While this myth may sound completely crazy, these myths have been perpetuated around the world as facts, so it's time to set the record straight. This summer, we're debunking common misconceptions about menstruation. Tune in next week to hear the next one. Our first myth has been perpetuated all over the world, and we are debunking it right now. So here is the myth. Period blood is dirty. The blood that comes out of your vagina is no different than the blood that comes out of a cut. It's the same blood. It's not dirty. It requires no type of different care than that of a nosebleed. If we can use a tampon to soak up that nose blood, certainly we can use one for our periods. Managing my stress levels. I take on way too much, I do way too many things, and every year I tell myself I'm going to do less and less. But I always seem to not meet that goal every year. I've removed no stress from my life. There is um, too much to do. If you're also trying to remove stress from your life, the only thing that has helped me immensely, more than anything, has been jubilance. Uh, This PMS supplement (laughs) is a lifesaver, and most of the stress that I have to deal with is on my period, and it helps me keep my cool, find my peace, and deal with my stress and manage it better. But now that I have jubilance to help me with all this stress, I was able to get everything I need to get done. I am not overwhelmed, and I can finally put this all away and just enjoy what 2021 has to bring. If you love our podcast, please share it with your friends and rate us on iTunes. It really does help. And now, the lady of the moment, Michaela Stallworth. Well, I just want to say thank you so much for being on, Michaela. We're so excited to have you and to learn more about the DOT Project. Yes, thank you so much for having me on here, Alice. Yay! Um, Can you talk a little bit about the DOT Project? We were just about to get into it. Like, what is it? Yeah, so the DOT Project, um, we are based here in Baltimore, Maryland, um, and like any other menstrual organization, we provide uh, period products to different shelters, homes, uh, directly to homes. Uh, We actually just started giving donations to schools, and then also we go directly out into the homeless community and hand out um, period products. Um, And then also what we're trying to add is a educational component to the DOT Project because 
I'm like, well, I didn't really have like the, and I don't think there's a proper like introduction to the period, but I didn't really have like a, okay, this is what it is. Like, this is what your body's going through. You're going to experience this. This is what you're going to use for your period. Like I didn't really have like a, what I would want to have like the introduction to my period. So we want to be able to just create that space for young menstruators, you know, even for mature menstruators who may not know like what their body is going through and how they can, you know, help their bodies while they're on their periods. Um, and so we just want to be able to create that component as far as like education um, in schools. And then also we want to create like a little, I guess like pamphlet or like a little booklet just so, you know, just to make it fun for, you know, young menstruators um, as an introduction to their period. So that's who we are. Wow. That's awesome. That would be so helpful. I know like when my period happened, it was just like, what is going on? Like you, mm -hmm. like, you know, what will happen, but it's, it's so different and our bodies change. And um, I love that you can provide that education to women. Yes, we are trying to. And even to people like dads or, you know, moms or anybody who may not know or want to help, you know, somebody, a young menstruator to be able, you know, to help them understand. We want it to be for everybody. Honestly, I feel like everybody needs to know what a period is and <laughs> what we go through. So, yeah. Oh, that's great. How did you get started with this? How did you like come to decide to create the DOT project? So, of course, I am a woman, so I'm a menstruator. Um, growing up, uh, like I said, I didn't really have, like, the introduction that I would want to have, like, to periods. Um, and I was fortunate enough to be able to have access to the products that I needed, you know, when whenever I needed them when I was um, coming to my period. Um, but just over the last couple of years, um, it's been funny because me and my aunt, we... Um, have shared like oh my goodness like here's this new period product like should we try it out and she has younger daughters so we're like okay like we need to like become masters of this period product so when they get a little older we can help them out um and then just over the last couple years being here in Baltimore just noticing like hey like it is like a large homeless community here and it is a lot of people you know who don't have the access to the products and just looking back where like I'm from and it's like whoa like like I did, I was raised, you know, a little bit fortunate than others. And it's like, like, wow, my neighbors, you know, just noticing like, oh my gosh, my neighbors are people that I sat in the classroom with may not have had access to the products as I would have. Um, uh. And so just my research, just seeing like, you know, how I can help and, you know, what others were doing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, they have other organizations, other menstrual organizations. I was like, I don't think they have anything like that here in Baltimore. I was like, oh, oh my gosh. Like we need to create something. So actually the dot project was birthed in the pandemic. Um, so actually wow. a year from, I would say a couple of days ago is when I first like started up. So June, yeah. So we're one year in. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing. Um, yeah, so we actually started during the pandemic and just, just out of a, like a need and necessity for the community here um, and just, me wanting to provide and see what I can do because like I said I'm a menstruator and I know I've been through that struggle of oh my gosh I'm in the bathroom I don't have a tampon I don't have a pad like but it's oh. some people that's their like everyday reality so it's like no like we need to do something about this and I want to do something that 
anything that I can do to help. So that's amazing, Michaela. Oh my gosh. And you, we were talking about this a little bit before we jumped into the podcast, but you started a period pantry. So for everyone who's listening, it kind of looks like one of those little libraries that you can see in people's yards mm -hmm. where you open a little door, you grab a book, but for Michaela, she created a place where women can just go grab period products. Um, can you talk a little bit about creating that? What was the impetus? Like, that's amazing. Everyone should have these. That is. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, what, totally what I was thinking. Um, I think my inspiration came from, again, those little libraries that you see in, you know, people's yards or in the community. Uh, but also, uh, it's a neighborhood out here. I can't even think of the neighborhood, but I was just strolling down the street and they have like one of those, but it was a pantry. Like people can put non-perishable food in there. I think they were putting like toiletries, you know, detergent just people in that neighborhood you know who have wow. or need the products they were able to go up into it and I'm like and this is like in the beginning when I was starting the dot project I'm like oh my goodness like can this happen with period products like strictly period products like I know people have like out here they have a lot of community fridges um again like that pantry in the neighborhood or a lot of the little libraries but I'm like no we need something specifically for period products and period products only so I was like okay we need to get on <laughs> get on it so yeah it was actually a year in the making and we just put it up um in April down here in Baltimore um, and a prominent area where a lot of like the homeless community are and a lot of um, people in that community like are in need, um, but we're willing and wanting to put it in all different neighborhoods here and elsewhere, but yes, we love it. Yes, bring it to New York. That's where I'm oh, from. Oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> Everyone needs that and everyone's experienced that time of like, oh my God, I don't have a tampon right now, mm -hmm. but but like you said, that like the homeless population, that's their reality that they're living with. Um, can you talk a little bit about period poverty for our listeners? If they don't have any background on this at all, what is that? So period poverty is actually the, just to sum it up, it's people not having the adequate access that they need to the products for their for their periods. Um, and then also in junction with not having proper like waste management and then not being, you know, hygiene, not being able to cleanse themselves. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's just, it affects any and everybody. It affects your neighbors. It affects people that you wouldn't even think that it does. Um, just because I feel like it goes hand in hand with the government and them not, you know, setting us up for success, um, for us to be able to go throughout everyday life um, without having to worry where we're gonna get our next tampon or you know where we're gonna, how are we gonna be for our next period? Um, and period poverty also goes like in junction with a tampon tax, or I think in some places they call it like the pink tax, which is basically there are certain products in the store. I don't know if people know this, but there are certain products in the store. I don't know, like gum, but just random stuff is not taxed in certain states. Um, but tampons and period products, anything period related are taxed. And so I believe it's 19 states out of the 50 um, don't have the tampon tax or period tax. And I think Maryland is one of them. So that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I think it's a few more states that we still are fighting for. You know, a couple of organizations are on Capitol Hill working with their local legislators um, just to be able to 
bring that to um, the floor, bring that to, you know, the lawmakers um, and the bill writers, just to be able to bring light to that, that, hey, like, this is an issue. We shouldn't have to pay tax on things that we need on a, you know, regular basis that we can't control. We, you know, that's, it's nature. It's out of our, you know, control. It's our, what yeah. our body does. Um, and so it's like, hey, like, that should not be taxed and that's not fair. And it should, honestly, I feel like it should be free. <laughs> like it should, it should be free. Like why not? I know so, like yeah, in Scotland, it's free. They have, oh like, my goodness. Yes. It's in the bathrooms. Like, can you imagine? Mm-hmm. That would be amazing. Yes. Or even like having, you know, if it's not free, like if somebody is in need, like just go into a store and I don't know, some way, somehow be able to receive free products because it's like they shouldn't have to go through. Yes, it's a blessing that, you know, we do have organizations like, you know, the Dot Project or We Are Happy Period or Bloody Bitches in their own cities, you know, doing the work. But I feel like it should be at a larger scale. It should mm-hmm. free products, free products. <laughs> yes. <laughs> enough. <laughs> so, Michaela, what, what can our listeners do if they like if they want to get involved with this in their own community, what should they be doing? Um, I don't know. I was basically just say how I started. I just would go to the store or whatever period products I had left over um, and just make little period packs and take them out into the community. Necessarily doesn't have to be like the homeless community, but you know, any neighbors that you know who don't have access to the products or I don't know if you just leave them in a place like, if you guys have a little library, like that's maybe not the best place to put it, but I don't know, just the way to start. Um, and then also just like look into if there are any local chapters of already, you know, established menstrual organizations, or I don't know if you have the capacity just to be able to start one in your own community, I feel like <laughs> is a great way to start. Or also just donating to the local shelters, um, a lot of like the more independent or the littler organizations that support, you know, the community in need, um, I feel like is a great way to just to be able to support and help your community. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome, Michaela. Thank you so much. Yeah. I think that gives us like a bunch of different examples of how people can really help. So thank you. Yes. In um, any way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and something that we always ask on this podcast is what is your definition of womanhood? Oh, that's such a good question. <laughs> I feel like mine would be like two words. It would be one, it would be powerful because I feel like, and I say this all the time, I feel like without people, without women, without people who can like reproduce, I feel like the world wouldn't go around. Like huh. you guys wouldn't be here. <laughs> so we really do like hold the power like in our hands and in our bodies. And you know, our bodies go through so much. And I feel like we're so able to like carry on um, mm. in life and do what, you know, what we need to do while, you know, going through what we go through or while menstruating. Um, and then also I would say my second word would probably be like softness. Because yes, we are able to like be powerful and be strong and have the strength to, you know, carry on. But then also it's like, we can, we still have like a softer side. We're able to, you know, still be little cuddly bears. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And hold that space for ourselves to, you know, be emotional and feel our feels while we still are being 
super women or super people. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. We are super women. Um, we are. Yeah, we can we can carry things, as you said, mm-hmm. um, like carrying that power and like able to have like all of our menstruation issues. Like, I don't know if men could do it. Could they, I really could they don't menstruate? Know. I don't think so. <laughs> I feel it. like they will all call out of work. It would just <laughs> shut the world down for the whole week if they would have a period as well. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. couldn't do it. So I'm glad we were the ones to be chosen to have the period. <laughs> yes, definitely. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Shut down the world. <laughs> Yeah, we would probably have to. Yeah. <laughs> and and on a different note, what have you been up to during the pandemic? So you started um, the DOT project. What else have you been up to in Baltimore? I mean, the uh, world is kind of opening up. Are you getting back out there? Yes, I would say I am. Um, I work a lot, like my normal day job. Um, but yeah, I like, so during the pandemic, I was literally at parks, like just outside hanging out grilling um just enjoying like the outside um luckily it was like during the summer so you know we were able to like hang out outside um but now yeah things are starting to open up a little bit um so I'm looking forward to traveling I love going to concerts and festivals so I'm excited and looking forward to going to that now that they're coming back I'm ready (laughs) do you have a concert planned already yeah, so I, well, it's like ahead of time. So I just got tickets okay. to go to Coachella. It's on my bucket <gasps> list. I just like absolutely have to go. Yes. That's so cool. <laughs> so excited. Yes. And here in Baltimore, they do like little, you know, festivals during the summer and stuff. So I'm pretty sure I'll be there. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. Coachella is like the big one. That will be so fun. Huge, yes but I'm like it's my it's on my bucket list it's worth it to me like yeah go. this is the crazy. year to like you do what you want <laughs> yes because it was all taken away from us in 2020 so I know what live it up <laughs> what a year what a year <laughs> yeah and Michaela how can listeners find out more about the dot project yep so um the mainstream of social media that we use is Instagram. Um, and so our name or whatever you want to call it is at T-H-E the underscore D-O-T dot um, P-R-O-J-E-C-T project. So the underscore dot project. Um, and through um, that, you can click on our um, link tree, which is in our bio, and it's ways for you to be able to donate monetarily, um, to sign up if you need donation. I mean, if not if you need donations, if you need products um, to be given to you or somebody that you know. Um, also, we have like a few playlists um, that we put together. Awesome. Um, yeah, so just that's our main way. Um, and I think you can also like email us and contact us through that. Um, if you like our organization and you want to partner with us, or if you're a business, uh, we always are looking for people to be able to put like donation boxes in their local businesses, uh, just to be able to support us and their communities. Um, so that's probably the best ways to get in contact with us. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Perfect. And Michaela, is there anything else you'd like to add to our listeners today? Um, I would say, I don't know, just keep being awesome. (laughs) (laughs) 
really just keep being awesome. That sounds great. <laughs> Perfect. Well, it was so great to have you on, Michaela. Thank you for being here. Well, thank you so much again for having me and reaching out. We're so excited. <laughs>